Hello and welcome to a special bonus episode of Allegedly Astrology. Each week we break down the astrology that happened during some of the biggest scandals and events in history. Thanks for listening and if you like what we do and want to support us even more, you can subscribe to our Patreon. For $5 a month, you get two extra episodes. You could also support us and help us out by leaving us a five-star review and subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. Hell yeah. And if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and DM us a screenshot of that review, we'll make you a custom meme of your big three and send you a quick write-up about it. We also have cool Allegedly Astrology stuff on Public, so go there and check it out. And, you know, you've got to follow us. We're Allegedly Astrology on Instagram, Reddit, Hey Hero, and TikTok, and Allegedly Astro on Twitter. And you can visit our website, AllegedlyAstrology.com, to learn more about us in the show and book a reading with me, Dana, and then check out our charts and some transcripts from select episodes. Let's get into today's topic. Dana, what are we discussing? Today, we're talking about Brittany Griner and her imprisonment in Russia. If you haven't heard about this, Brittany Griner has been detained for 168 days as of this recording in Russia after Russian authorities found hash oil vape cartridges in her luggage as she was going through um, airport security. Her detention generated a lot of conversation about why her story wasn't more of a media sensation. At this point, she's been sentenced to nine years in a penal colony which is scary. Yeah, Stranger Things vibes. In Russia, in Russia, penal colony in Russia. (laughs) So let's learn more about her and her astrology that's been happening during this time. Okay, so just so we're on the same page, you know, who is Brittany Griner? If you don't know, I'm going to tell you. She is a WNBA star, and right now she's the center for the Phoenix Mercury. She's also an activist, and she speaks out for LGBTQI plus issues. And she's the first openly gay athlete ever to sign to an endorsement deal with Nike. So, oh, she could also dunk. So that's like a pretty big deal. Damn. Chic for her. So She's so good. Yeah, she's really good. So what are her big three, Dana? Before I let you guys know her big three, I should say that when I was like 12, my best friend played with Candace Parker and Brittany Griner. So I feel really personally connected to this case. It's actually about me. Just kidding. But yeah, it is wild. Um, She was great when we were children. And she's obviously so great that she's a professional basketball player. So (laughs) of all of us who thought we were going to be the WNBA, she's the one who did. Brittany Griner was born on October 18th, 1990 in Houston, Texas. And we don't have her birth time. But there was a new moon in Libra at 1036 a.m. in Texas on the day she was born. So I used that chart. And so when I refer to her chart, remember that that's it. It's not like her birth time chart, but it is significant. In astrology, the um, it's called the prenatal syzygy, but it's like the moon that happened uh, right before you were born. It could be also the one that happens on the day you're born, either a new moon or a full moon is significant. And it's a chart that you can look back to and refer to uh, the transits to that chart as like when things happen in your life. So this chart has uh, the new moon or the moon and the sun in Libra and it's Sagittarius rising. The sun in Libra means that her identity is oriented towards relationship and the moon in Libra means that she needs harmony in relationships in order to maintain like security. And then in mundane astrology, the annual new moon is what kicks off cuffing season, which is cool. She also has her moon and Venus in Libra. So she's likely like a peaceful person who really cares deeply about her loved ones. Libra people like Sarah, Libra rising are just very sweet and accommodating. And then her Sagittarius rising uh, in this chart represents activism and her being like a trailblazer. Sagittarius is a sign of globetrotters and it's ruled by Jupiter and hers is in Leo in her ninth house. 
which signifies being abroad. Um, so it really makes sense that she like works overseas. Something really crazy though is that she was born two days before Mars stationed retrograde in Gemini, um, and it will station retrograde in Gemini again this year. So this is like a major cycle in her life. Mars is in station retrograde in Gemini, or in the same sign often. Mars stations retrograde every two years, and it's in the same sign like every eight years or so. Mars is conflict and it's in the seventh house of this chart, which is lawsuits and open opponents. So like this is a major cycle playing out in her life where like she's sort of in the spotlight for being, you know, I mean, she's not an opponent, but Russia's trying to make her one. Well, she's Russia's opponent. Okay. But Brittany is truly a legendary athlete and one of the best of the best. By senior year, she was the nation's number one high school women's basketball player. In college, she played for Baylor, which has a really good women's basketball program. She helped them win the NCAA National Championship. And she also won College Basketball's Player of the Year Award. So she's got some accolades. Yes, and the list only continues. She's a six-time WNBA All-Star, a two-time Olympic gold medalist, a three-time All-American. She won a WNBA championship. She won Best Female Athlete at the ESPYs. Um, so Dana, just as we list off like how amazing she is, is there anything in her chart that would indicate she would be this amazing at sport? Okay, so like I said, she has Mars or Mars stationed retrograde two days after she was born in Gemini. So Mars is stationed in her chart. Another athlete who has Mars retrograde in their chart is Michael fucking Jordan, you know, just the <laughs> the greatest player of all time, one of the greatest athletes of all time, a man who really defied humanity, like he was a not even human. He was somewhere between God and man. He's also Dana's uncle. He's also my uncle, because I thought that when I was little, I thought uncles were any man in your life who you loved, but they weren't your dad. So there you go. <laughs> Which is endearing yet scary. But if you're interested in learning more about Michael Jordan, we have an episode for you. So go back in the archives and listen to it because it's great. And we love Michael Jordan. We fucking love Michael Jordan. We're Chicagoans and he was our youth. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Mars is like it's war. So in sports, it's like what you need. Um, it's what you need in order to, you know, like take the ball out of an opponent's hands, which is what you do in basketball. And also in Gemini, she's able to sort of like strategize. Mars, Gemini trines her like major Libra stellium. So in air, she's like really, she's not playing necessarily physically. She's playing mentally too. She's like able to look at a court and like devise a strategy and then do what she has to do in order to get it done. Ooh, and then all the air, that bitch can fly. Oh, so. fuck yeah. <laughs> air, how did I not even do think of that? Very air Jordan. Literally. Yes. Air I Jordan. believe I can fly. I could cry right now. <laughs> I believe I Dana can Dana loves sports and is very touched by the idea of sports and competition. Mostly basketball, but yeah. And, and even though I sung that song, obviously it has some meaning to us as youth, but we do not support our Kelly and his actions. <laughs> and we also have an episode about him, so you can also go listen to that. Yes, but back Should I do to... any more shameless plugs? <laughs> All of them. <laughs> back to Brittany. She was arrested in Russia in February 2022. And this was right before Russia invaded Ukraine. So she was found carrying hash oil vape cartridges in her luggage. Brittany had been prescribed medicinal cannabis in Maryland. Oh my God. Brittany had been prescribed medicinal cannabis in Arizona, but having the oil is obviously illegal in Russia. They do not care about what we do here in these United States. So um, what was going on for her this day that she got locked up? That was February 17th, 2022. And as we know, like Russia state sanctions their, uh, what's it called, juicing of athletes. Anyway, my point is that Russia has no rules. But on this day, (laughs) um, Venus and Mars were exactly conjunct in Capricorn. And for like half of February, Venus and Mars were in the same 
degree or within one degree of each other. So it was like this very tight, weird sort of like race to a conjunction. And um, Venus and Mars together. Well, Venus is the planet of love. Everyone knows that Mars is the planet of war. We know that, too. But Venus is also war in a sense that Venus wants like victory. Venus sort of represents the spirit of war that is um, that is represented by a nation who wants to keep their people together, united against others. Right. So I don't know. For Russia, it makes a lot of sense. I think that Putin is a Libra. So that sort of makes sense as him being ruled by Venus. But I digress. So Venus conjunct Mars is an aspect of war and also survival, and it was really co-present with Pluto, um, which makes it especially ruthless in sort of its endeavors. The transiting south node at 26 degrees Scorpio was exactly conjunct Brittany's progressed sun. Um, And so the south node is an eclipse point, which shows what's getting eclipsed out of society, which can also show like what is being shunned, what is being imprisoned. Um, And Scorpio is a sign of corruption. And this is in the 12th house of her full moon chart or her birth chart that we're using, uh, which is the house damn. of imprisonment. I knew there, honestly, in my head, I was like, I bet there's some 12th house going on. You might be wondering why Brittany was in Russia to begin with. And that's because, surprise, surprise, the WNBA doesn't pay female athletes that much money. So the highest paid player in the WNBA makes about $463,000 a year, and the WNBA salary minimum is $60,000. And let's compare that to the NBA. The league minimum salary is $1.8 million, and the highest paid player in the NBA is Steph Curry, who makes $48 million a year. <laughs> love Steph Curry, but like the league could do a lot more to help these women get paid. And they're sort of just like, you should be lucky that we have a league for you is sort of the attitude of the league. I think that the NBA doesn't um, invest in them because no one cares. But yeah, you're right. I think that, that that's probably all related. But it's really just to showcase the shocking discrepancy. And it's it's not even that I'm saying that it necessarily, like, obviously, I believe in equal, equal rights for women. But yes, of course, the NBA generates a shit ton more money. But this is like pretty laughable. Yeah. 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 So $60,000 a year is not a lot of money. And the reason, like, I mean, I could go on and on about the fucked upery of women's sports getting completely shafted. We've seen it with the women's um, soccer team, the national team, who are a thousand times better than our men's team, who like, they, they can't even make it into like an Olympics or a World Cup but they get paid like triple the amount. But anyway, I'm sorry, I'm going no, no, no. on a rant. But passion. because of their low pay, many WNBA players play overseas during the U.S. league's offseason to make more cash. Like, who wouldn't? Yeah, because you can make easily like five to eight times the amount you would make in the U.S. playing overseas. So it's like, yeah, obviously. And because of this financial opportunity, Brittany had been playing in overseas leagues for a while. She played in China for a season, and since 2014, she was playing in Russian Premier League for UMMC Ekaterinburg. <laughs> I don't know if I said that right, but I think um, I've seen some of her teammates do like hashtag ECAT, and I think that's like what people call it. She was reportedly earning a million Fuck bucks yeah. per season. Compare that to her $224,000 Phoenix Mercury salary. She's making the most and it's like really... a middle management. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, rookies are making 60 k so... She is in an upper echelon, and that's what's crazy about it is she, it, like what, like we mentioned, she's one of the best. She has been in the league for a while, so obviously, like, her negotiation powers aren't as high as newer athletes that are coming in that can 
negotiate those higher salaries. But at the end of the day, Brittany goes back to Russia like she's always done for the last eight years to start playing with the team again. And after she gets detained, the United States is pissed. Like the State Department says she's wrongfully detained. The U.S. ambassador to Russia said she was being used as a bargaining chip amid talk of a possible prisoner exchange and that Russia was using her as leverage because of all the Western sanctions against them. And we didn't know the U.S. was pissed, really, because when she was initially arrested, not that many outlets talked about the story. And in fact, there's been a lot of criticism as to why Britney wasn't the biggest national news story, or at least like on the front page ticker of every ESPN episode. Like, it should have been bigger news than it was. Yeah, because no one mentioned her. She's one of the greatest athletes in American sports right now. And she wasn't on the front pages of the WNBA's website or ESPN or CBS Sports or Sports Illustrated. Even like 48 hours after news of her arrest went public, like nobody was saying anything. And the comparison of her, just so you like understand like what a big deal she is in basketball, is to Tom Brady. Like people were saying, like, imagine what the response would have been like if it was Tom Brady arrested in Russia. You know, like people would have been like worried if he was getting his diet right. Like, like, is he eating nightshades? Like, what are they doing to him over there? (laughs) The horror. (laughs) But people said that there may be some reasons for the silence. Her arrest, A, probably was a bit overshadowed by the war in Ukraine. Um, Brittany's wife did ask for privacy which some thought might be because the U.S. and Russia don't have a diplomatic relationship right now. So everyone wanted to like tread lightly. And so she asked for privacy. And the WNBA was the reason Britney was in Russia in the first place. Britney was there because the league doesn't play their stars. And, you know, they weren't even really talking about it. But that doesn't mean people weren't on Joe Biden's ass and other people's asses to like try to get her to come home. Fans and basketball players lobbied for her release. Um, the effort to free Britney. Now this is the second time we're freeing Britney. Um, grew and rights groups like the Human Rights Campaign, the National Organization for Women and the National LGBTQ Task Force wrote to Biden and was like, yo, can you like do something and get her out? Here at Allegedly Astrology, we often talk about Uranus in breaking news charts. And so, Dana, was there anything in her chart that would show like the delayed reaction or like why it was bigger much after she was arrested. Because I think what, what what are we talking like three or four weeks after she was arrested? It was finally the story broke. Um, Yeah. So she was arrested on February 17th and on March 5th was when the story broke. And so on this day, Mercury was conjunct Saturn and Aquarius. Mercury is publishing. Saturn is about arrest and attainment, literally. And Aquarius is like globalism and then spreading the word. And two days earlier, there was a new moon in Pisces in close conjunction to Britney's natal IC. Um, And that's a point in our chart that relates to endings and solitude. Um, But majorly, Uranus and Taurus was tightly conjunct Britney's natal Jupiter, which is the planet of freedom, as well as her natal chart ruler, and squares our aspects of tension and obstacles. Uranus is shock and change. In Taurus, it can like... I feel like hard Uranus aspect... Or Uranus and Taurus in like the hardest way can like just feel like you're getting gripped to the earth, like you can't move. So it seems like you know, detainment. Um, But since Jupiter is both her chart ruler as well as the ruler of her IC um, in Sagittarius and Pisces, respectively, it's sort of like triggering a major ending for her, right? If she's Jupiter in her own chart, then this is sort of like the beginning and the end. Oh, shit. Right. And so I would usually... um, So this new moon in Pisces was conjunct Jupiter, uh, and Jupiter was exactly conjunct the IC at 14 degrees Pisces. 
And I would usually delineate uh, Jupiter on the IC as like, you're moving um, if I had a client. But I feel like, I mean, imprisonment is like just the most bleak manifestation of that sort of delineation. You're moving into a Russian prison. And all this is happening as the South Node in Scorpio is transiting the the 12th house of um, her chart. So it's sort of like Scorpio is already such a dark like um, sign, right? Like Scorpio... When they have mercy, it's because they know how much it sucks to be, like, trotted on. And so it's just sort of like she's really getting the underbelly right now. Sad. Mm-hmm. So Brittany is detained for 168 days before her trial begins, which ironically in Russia is pretty fast, even though that sounds wow. like that not. sounds so long. Yeah, I know. So during that time, an American official actually was able to visit her. And they said she was doing fine, which, like, I guess all things considered, probably. And eventually her trial began and Brittany pleaded guilty to drug charges. What was the alternative, I wonder? Yeah, I think they like her lawyers advised her to take a guilty plea because then the prisoner swap could be initiated. Yeah. But Brittany says she must have accidentally put the vapes in her bag. Her defense team brought up that Brittany had a medical marijuana card in Arizona to help her cope with the injuries sustained over the years of competing during the off-season and the regular season, and she had never failed a drug test. Um, They also reminded the court, like, hey, Brittany has really contributed a lot to the growth of your country's women's basketball situation happening, and they called out irregularities in her arrest and detention, and one of those things included, like, she didn't have access to a qualified translator and they use this all in arguing for her acquittal or at least like a more lenient sentence. Brittany also apologized to her Russian teammates and said that Russia was her second home and all she wanted to do was win championships and make them proud. What a sweet Libra new moon baby. But I mean the judge didn't really seem to care at all about any of those things so after a month-long trial The judge found Brittany guilty on drug smuggling and possession charges, and she was sentenced to nine years in a penal colony and fined 1 million rubles, which is about $16,700. Wow. It's not even a car. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's so sad. Is that conversion rate? That their currency is? Holy shit. I I thought I heard that the ruble was back. At least probably within Russia. The ruble is back. The ruble is back. You heard it here first, allegedly astrology listeners. The <laughs> ruble is back. You guys, I don't know what I'm talking about, but I do think that I might be right. Okay. Spoken well, we'll like a true Gemini. <laughs> so a penal colony is like a labor camp. So prisoners can work like 16 hour days and are forced to watch Russian propaganda videos. Um, if you watch Stranger Things season four. Um, When Hopper was in the Russian gulag, a penal colony is sort of a modern day version of that. So pretty rough conditions. Yeah, not somewhere you want to be. So, you know, all of this being said, like Russian criminal courts have a reported conviction rate of 99%. Um, Oh my God. So, you know, I think everyone knew, like, regardless, like she was going to get found guilty in some way. But Brittany's charges. And her sentencing in particular are thought to be incredibly harsh because 
what she was being charged for carried up to 10 years in prison and the prosecution asked for a sentence of nine years and six months. So like the very close what? to the maximum. Yeah. So what was happening when her verdict went down? The verdict was reached on August 4th, 2022, which was three days after Mars, Uranus and the North Node conjoined at 18 degrees Taurus. So Mars's war, Uranus is like detours and diversion, and the North Node shows like what direction society is moving in. And Taurus, it's both war on like the war on and diversion of security. So this is exactly opposite Brittany's natal Pluto in Scorpio, which is in her 12th house of imprisonment. And Pluto relates to corruption. The South Node is all about things being like taken away from us. Brittany's natal Pluto was in Scorpio at 16 degrees and her progressed Pluto is literally at 18 degrees. So this makes me think that progressions with outer planets are actually like significant because if they reach a degree that like a node crosses or like some significant planet is crossing, then maybe like I do think that that's triggering as well as her uh, progressed sun in Scorpio. Like when she was detained, the south node was conjoined her progressed sun in Scorpio at 26 degrees. And when the verdict was reached, it's conjuncture progressed Pluto at 18 degrees. So it's sort of like this opposition of Mars, which is war, Uranus, which is like shock, surprise, detour, and then the North Node, which is like what's moving away from you, basically. She's like alone in the dark. And Pluto is also power. Right, right, right. It's like, you know, trying to get you down, control you, manipulate you. And it's in her 12th house, which she can never see coming. It's like hidden enemies, right? So it's probably people who lauded her before, but all of a sudden they're her enemy. But Dana, you know, you guys heard it here first. Outer planet movement and transits honestly could fuck with you pretty hard still too. So not to frighten you, but... Cover your butts. Be frightened. (laughs) You know, people that have talked to Brittany say she's like obviously very upset and stressed by the verdict and her lawyers are going to appeal. Um, Her team said that in sentencing, the court had ignored all the evidence it had presented for Brittany's plea. Yeah, I mean, I get what her lawyers are trying to do, but like this is Russia, man. It does not seem like she's anyone's entitled to like a fair trial over there. But um, the Biden administration is currently under a lot of pressure to release Britney. I mean, not again, free Britney. And has tried to negotiate with Russia to free her, as well as another jailed American, Paul Whelan, in exchange for a Russian arms dealer. Russia has said any potential deal would have to wait until after the court's verdict, which has happened. Yes. And honestly, like a prisoner swap, despite the fact that like us and Russia are like real big frenemies right now, it's like definitely not out of the question. Like in April 2022, the U.S. and Russia did a prisoner swap in exchange for American Trevor Reed. So, you know, it's a thing. It could happen. Please do it. Get her back. Yeah. Like, let's go. But after Britney's verdict, Trevor Noah just kind of like snapped off saying, we all know that Russia doesn't give a shit about what Britney did. This whole situation could have been avoided if the WNBA paid their stars enough that they didn't have to go and play in Russia in the offseason to make money, which is just what my earlier rant suggested. <laughs> and it wasn't just Trevor Noah speaking out. Other stars like Dana's favorite Canadian, Justin Fuck Bieber, yeah. Jada <laughs> Jada Pinkett Smith, 50 Cent, Gabrielle Union, Mia Farrow, Sherry Shepard, and Andy Cohen also expressed their support for Britney. I wonder if any of them invest in WNBA teams. <coughs> oh. Anyway, now that the verdict has come in, negotiations between the U.S. and Russia are expected to really begin. So, Dana, what do you think? Is there a chance Britney will be freed anytime soon? Will she be able to come home? If so, 
when. Yeah, I'm going to give you guys a rundown of a lot of possibilities. So right now the eclipses are happening in Taurus and Scorpio, which is the uh, 6th and 12th house. So the 6th and 12th house is like a very dark place in our charts. I mean, historically it's dark. It's it's also the 6th house relates to sort of like where you're submissive. The 12th is where you're um, imprisoned. And so in the best case scenario, the South Node transit in Scorpio might represent her whole time there, and and that will change in July of 2023, which would mean that she would only be detained for less than another year. However, we also have Chiron conjunct her progressed IC like to the degree, and so that the IC is like where we're alone. It's sort of like endings, and Chiron is all about wounding, so that really sucks. But that also will change uh, within the next like five years. But there's a solar eclipse. So this is looking up. There's a solar eclipse in Aries conjunct uh, Jupiter in April 2023. Solar eclipses are like big changes. They're sort of like um, new turning a new leaf. And Jupiter is the planet that like frees you. And that's opposite her natal sun and moon in her natal fifth house. So the fifth house can relate to individuation, which I guess if you really think about it, when a prisoner is freed, they are individuated. Um, And Mars rules her 12th house of imprisonment in Scorpio, right? And so she will have three Mars returns in 2022 and 2023. The first is on September 16th. The second is on December 12th. And the third is on February 16th, 2023. And so these Mars returns can sort of signify like her being detained over there, like what she's learning, what she's doing or whatever. And so Maybe when Mars enters Cancer in April of 2023, she'll be freed. Um, Whoa, that's a long time away. The moon will be conjunct the her natal south node in Leo in the 12th house of her solar return chart of next year, which makes me think maybe she'll be there for longer than we want her to be, which is, uh, of course, never. But so the 12th house, again, relating to imprisonment can sort of mean like maybe 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 next year she'll be there, too. There's a lunar eclipse, though, in Taurus exactly conjunct Uranus on November 8th of 2022, which is in a few months. And that's opposite her natal Pluto. So maybe that'll be like the shock and surprise of her being released because um, Uranus doesn't do what you expect it to. And in Taurus, if you ask it to do something, mm. you'll never even guess what it'll end up doing. And then on <laughs> June 10th, 2022, uh, Uranus was opposite her natal Pluto. And that will happen again on November 11th and March 31st, 2023. So I'm just throwing out dates out there for anyone who's like, you know, writing all this down. But then like, look, let's look ahead. <laughs> Pluto will be conjunct her north node in Aquarius. Um, and so the third house like represents sort of like what's all around you. Like if you look in the room that you're in, that's all third house stuff. And so in Aquarius, it's all about freedom. But Pluto is power. It's also could be like transformation. So she might be there until Mar- like 2023. She might be there until 2025. There's also a lunar eclipse conjunct her natal Pluto on May 5th, 2023. Yikes. There's a solar eclipse at 21 degrees Libra on October 14th, 2023, which is conjunct her natal sun and moon and exactly conjunct her natal Venus, which rules her sun, moon and Mercury and Venus. So I want to say that this will be the time yeah i feel like that could be the real turning point so yeah. if you listen to all this god bless you and i think that that's it that's still a long time away so it looks like we probably won't get a quick resolution for bg but we can only hope that dana right. is wrong i usually do <laughs> to wrap up what dana said november 8th is probably the soonest she could get released of this year and then maybe October 2023 could be another really good chance. There's a lot of other things that Dana mentioned, but I'm that's p- pretty much the shortest yeah. and the longest. I could also see another eclipse, though, in Scorpio. Like, I feel like sometimes, like, yeah. what gets you in, like, another one, like, that's fucking That's exactly how to understand opposition or, like, any sort of thing. You got into it, it's how you get out of it. Yeah. 
We'll be back very, very soon with season five. But in the meantime, if you just can't wait for more content, remember to sign up for our Patreon for $5 a month. With that, I'm Elise. I'm Dana. And I'm Sarah. And this is Allegedly Astrology. Free Britney. Free Britney G. Take a shot. Free Britney G. Do a layup.